This program was first broadcast on Canterbury's access media station, Plains FM, and was made with the assistance of New Zealand On Air. I'm Emma and I'm Mina and we're from Tangata Tumoto Trust and you're listening to Pallyhood! <laughs> Warm Pacific greetings to everyone out there. Thank you for joining us on the show, 96.9 Plains FM, Polly Hood, here to take you into the weekend, Friday, 4 o'clock. It's me and Simo. Normally you'd hear Sam, but uh, we've got a show regular joining me because Sam is in Samoa. Simo, how are you? I'm good, thanks. I'm good, Sifa. Yeah, um, I was going to say, my next question was, will you have a breakfast? <laughs> But uh, <laughs> one thing we will highlight is Hokitika sandwich. Would you? What rating would you give that? Ooh. I'd give it probably a seven or eight. Yeah, maybe eight. Ooh, really good. Eight. That's really high. Yeah, that's good. Good. I've only I've tried three of them now. Yeah. Yeah. Hokitika sandwich is uh, on Madras Street. Corner. Of Corner of Madras. High yeah. Street. Yeah. And. The sandwiches are decent, decent size. They eh? mm-hmm. you can either get a half or a whole, uh, and you get it's basically you either want half a loaf of bread <laughs> or a full loaf of bread. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> and it's filled with different fillings. What was your sandwich that you had today? Uh, today I had corned beef, cheese, and something else. That Sauerkraut. I'm, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I'm new to that. <laughs> but yeah, it was nice. I actually enjoyed it. I think it'll be nice with an egg in it, like it, like your one that you had today. Yeah, I had egg, bacon, lettuce, cheese. <laughs> I forgot what that was called. Something like a Cooper sandwich or something. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, over the break, I see that you've been doing the pipeline. <laughs> how long? How long is the? How long did the pipeline take you to do? Uh, uh, if you do under twenty. 23 minutes is, is good. Yeah. So uh, on New Year's Day, um, on the 1st of January this year, I, I walked up it as a, like, a, you know, something to do on the very first day of the year. And I did that in 26 minutes. And that's without doing any anything for the last two or three months. And yeah. then three, two days later, I went up it and I did it in 23 minutes. And then I did it... Uh, two days ago, and I've got it down to 21. So uh-huh. that's good from going from 26 to 21 now. But yeah, it's been good. Yeah, for those of our listeners who don't know, can you explain what the pipeline is? Uh, the pipeline is is basically if you've done the bridal path walk um, going up. So as you're just getting, if you as you're just starting on the bridal path, just veering to your left, you'll see a gate, and then you see this pipe. And it, it's sort of like a shortcut um, instead of going up the bridle path, but it's just going up and up and up and then across. Um, yeah, it's not very nice, but it's good fitness, I guess. Yeah, so I've done the bridle path a couple of times and I've seen the pipeline. I've never done the pipeline, Yeah, mostly because the actual bridle path, like, I'm dead. <laughs> like, uh, the, the, the incline, when you actually just begin... 
I feel like like that's enough for me just yeah. there. Yeah. And then just my knees are screaming. I don't know how if I could survive doing it now. The last time I did it was like five years ago. <laughs> it was good. I did it four times last week. Went up twice by myself and then I went up with some best friends um, on the third time and then the fourth time I did it with my 10-year-old son and then he turned around and told me that's his first and last time. Yeah, You did it with who, sorry? My 10-year-old son, Yeah, RG. And some best friends. And does this all with some besties, yeah. Oh, yeah. Didn't get the invite, but all right. <laughs> there was the... Um, <laughs> we have started back at work with his little Roy here out of Institute of Canterbury and it's recruitment time. <laughs> So if you're sitting at home and you don't know what you're going to do, uh, especially if you've just finished high school, <laughs> if mm. you're just finishing high school or you're not liking high school, Seymour <clears throat> uh, and I are going to chat about some options. We're going to talk about Pineapple Pine Apply, which is coming up in February, uh, which you need to come to and talk to us and enjoy some pineapple pie. Uh, but yes, please join us for that chat after this. Is someone in your family suffering from diabetes, heart disease, or respiratory illness? Contact our nurses at Tangata Atumotu Trust and we will arrange for in-home support. Call us on 0800 Bus Speaker, that's 0800 727 434, or contact us through our website, tat.org.nz, that's tat.org.nz. Hello for love, everyone. Welcome back. As I said, we've got Simul in the studio, and we're talking about uh, options. Well, study options heading into twenty twenty three at other Institute of Canterbury slash Tepukinga. I forgot to add that the first time around. <laughs> <laughs> slash Tepukinga. Uh, we're talking about uh, pineapple pine apply, which is coming up in February. But uh, today's a the, now is a crucial time. Uh, especially for if you're listening and you're 18, just finishing up high school, year 13, I should say, and you're not sure what to do, whether that's university or going to find work um, or, or looking at some sort, some form of training, then you need to come and speak to us, uh, especially at Pineapple Pie and Apply, as well as Open Day. Um, I will have an Open Day as well. But uh, Seymour, if you were to start education all over again, Let's say uh, you're finishing up high school. Would you take a gap year or would you go do um, education again? Mm, I'll prob- no, yeah, I definitely would go and study. Yeah. yeah I would definitely go and study. I guess this... Uh, Tertiary it's... or year 14? It's <laughs> 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 year 14. <laughs> uh, definitely tertiary. Yeah. Yeah. And I would definitely... I would definitely go to a politic, um, only because that's my my style of learning. Um, I, I learn better by someone showing me stuff in there than, you know, no offence to go into a, a, um, a university, but I know I wouldn't be able to sit in those big lecture rooms in there and learn like that. I'd learn better in a small class environment. Mm. Yep. Okay, what subject? I mean, what kind of, what area would you train in? Um, I think... This is coming up to my sixth year now in being at Ara slash Tupu Kinga. Um, but if I was to go back and study and do something, um, I would come here and I would do probably social work, um, only because of the work that I've been doing um, 
here other and working with our community, Pacific community. And I feel that, um, you know, I've got something to give back to our community, especially mm. our Pacific community kids, working with MSD and, and going through some of the difficulties that, you know, some of our Pacific community and, you know, community members go through. So, yeah, I would probably go back and study social work. Mm. Social work. And, but you went through and did a trade as well, right? Yes. Yeah, on yeah. the job, did a trade. Yeah. Um, plastering. Plastering, yes. Mm. Yeah. The, and yeah, I, I think a lot of Pacific people are drawn to social work for that reason, mm. um, which is awesome. I think we are very community-driven people. Uh, it's probably just the way we're, we're raised. And there's a lot of, like, I see every day on my personal Facebook page, just job opportunities going for like social work roles, eh? Mm. Um, and it's it's something that's it's an area that is always gonna need workers, mm. social work, mm-hmm. and and things like that. Um, working with MSD in your role, right? <clears throat> what's some of the biggest what's advice that you would give to someone that is probably kind of like looking to retrain? Uh, on the MSD job seekers uh, benefit thing, not sure what to do, unsure, unconfident. Mm-hmm. Is that what you say? Unconfident. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> of looking for the another pathway. What would you suggest? What's your advice? Well, I guess I, I would. Every time I've met up with a client from MSD, or even if it's someone in the general public and they're working, um, my first question has always been, "Are you happy?" Um, I'm a big believer that if you're not happy in the work that you're doing, then you should get out of it. But at the same time, if you're looking to get out of it, then you should do something that you enjoy or you have a passion about. So that, you know, going to a university, going to a polytech is a good way to upskill yourself and look at doing something that you enjoy. I I never would have thought I would be still sitting in this job uh, coming up to six years, but it was nothing... This was not in the pipeline for me to do. I actually thought I would still be in my trade till the day I retire. But then, I, as I got a bit older, was like, mm, I don't want to be still plastering <laughs> when I'm fifty. <laughs> so I had to change my uh, direction of um, of way of thinking, skill wise. But yeah, it's ended up really good and ended up being here and working with people and changing their um, careers has been my highlight. Yeah, and um, just going back to social work, mm-hmm. if I delve back into it because a lot of people do a lot of people listening right now could be interested in social work uh, certificates we at start is the certificate of health and well-being mm-hmm. level four uh, and that there's a one-year certificate it's kind of like the pre-trade it's kind of what you need to start working in the industry mm. uh, that's there's one year uh, I believe it's like and it's quite practical it's three years three days on placement I believe and yeah, it could be that three three days placements and one day in class reflection mm. kind of thing. So a year of that uh, of that certificate, and it goes the year will go really fast, and you can find work after that. The Bachelor of Social Work, the next step up, which is the degree level seven, is four years long. So that is a bit of a bit mm. of a stay mm. and a lot of work to do. But yeah, as you're saying, it's the career is quite um, because it's in the community. 
Uh, you're dealing with all sorts of. Mm. There's, there's a massive need for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and we're we're understaffed in that side of things as well in Pacific and multi staff in in the in the social work um, area. So that would be something I would look at doing just to help my community. Mm. Yep. Yeah. The other one that I would, if I was to restart, I would do medical imaging. Mm. Yeah. Okay. I really it, it really interests me. Uh, to like to do something around health as well. Yeah. And medical imaging seems to be the one that stands out. Oh. Because you just use the big machine and you <laughs> <laughs> take x-rays of people. <laughs> I don't know if that's what you do, but that sounds like that medical imaging sounds like you just take the x-rays and stuff and send them <laughs> away. Uh, so yeah, I'm, if I was to restart, I'm like, I'd do something around health, helping community, mm. specific kind of thing. Uh, but I took the film route. <laughs> you know, I went to university, did film. But I've said this before, I should have gone to broadcasting school. <laughs> yes, true. Yeah. Yeah. Broadcasting. Good. Pineapple Pie and Apply. Tell us about that. Pineapple Pie and Apply. Uh, we have this every year. So we have two intakes at um, slash Tupu Kinga. Uh, so it's more like um, just trying to get more of our Pacific community to come in if you're looking to. Get into something new, a program, um, a course to start the year off. So we have one in in February and one in July, um, but this one coming up in February is just just come in, come and talk to some of our Pacific staff. Um, if you're looking to change your career path, um, come and have a good chat to us. Um, and at the same time, we have um, some pineapple pie after um, we have our little chat. So it's a good way to come in if you're thinking, of, you know, a lot of people over the holidays would have been thinking about what am I going to do this year. Every year when a new year starts, people are always thinking, what am I going to do this year? <laughs> new me, new job. Uh, and I guess Pineapple Pie can be a way of, it can be a way to start the year, a year off by thinking, okay, let, I might go and check that Pineapple Pie out and apply and just see what um, what's on offer, what... What does Ara um, slash Tupu Kinga offer the Pacific community? So come along, come along, come have a chat. And um, yeah, just if you're looking to upskill or looking to do something different, come and have a chat. Yeah, and it's just drop-in too. You don't need to book. No. Just come with your family. um, Five to seven, I believe. Yes, 5.30 to 7.30, something like that. Uh, Come in and talk to one of our Pacific staff and see where, just ask questions. Mm. A lot of people that uh, that I've spoken to during pineapple pie and fly, and they will be like, "Oh, I didn't know Ada did that," or "Oh, okay, uh, I didn't know you did short courses. I didn't know you just did like those one day courses, yeah. that kind of thing." It always catches people off guard of what we do because we do. They just think we do the three year degrees, the mm. one year diplomas, yeah. but we do quite a bit uh, outside of that scope. Mm. Uh, speaking of New Year's resolutions, <laughs> have you got any? No, I haven't. I was asked this the other day, actually, um, if I have any New Year's resolutions. And and I haven't actually thought about it, and I don't actually have one at the moment like, that I can think of. I'll probably, I'll probably make it a goal of mine to have one by the end of November, uh, end of January. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> why do you want one by November? The year's <laughs> almost done. I'll, I'll have one by the end of January. Yeah, <laughs> it'll be my goal to, to at least put one or two things in there. Mm. Yeah. Would it be? No, not looking at you. I don't think it's a fitness goal. 
It's to lose weight. I'm gonna try and get down to double figures. <laughs> ninety nine, bang on ninety nine. Wow, so you like? Oh, so I would have thought you were in double figures, and how you do the pipeline in only twenty three minutes? <laughs> no, mate, I'm still in triple figures. Yeah, are you gonna be coaching league this year? Yes, I'm gonna be. Yep, still coaching league this year. Coaching my son's. Limwood team, they'll be 11 year olds this year and mm-hmm. the Sydney Rugby League President's team. Yeah. Yep. Cool. All right. If you were to speak to, let's say, RJ in. How old is he, say? He's 10. 10. If you were to speak to him in eight years' time, trying to get him to choose his study options, like <laughs> how, how would you go about it? How would, he comes in, doesn't know what, what he wants to do. What are you going to tell RJ? Mm, I'll probably I, I would I'd look at him okay if he's just finished school I would look at him saying you know what were your interests at school um, mm-hmm. what did you enjoy um, I, and then probably take it from there um, because I found working in this job sometimes you know working alongside you the, we've come across where students take that gap year um, but then if you take that gap year then they get used to the, getting that Salary, <laughs> that money, and then you, that you know that that gap year isn't a gap year. They end up staying in that job. But I, I guess I would say to him would be find something that you like, um, and don't be don't be afraid to try something. You know, if you don't try something, then you're not going to know. So um, I, I guess that would be my advice to him: would be try something if you don't like it, and then let's go do something else or look at doing something else. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and also first year fees free. Mm-hmm. Some people forget about that. Mm. If you haven't done some, if you haven't done any tertiary training, and it's your first year of study, um, you get your first year free. Free, yeah, that's correct. And yeah, I, I would give something a try too. Mm. Again, I'd do medical imaging <laughs> <laughs> if I could do it for free. Yeah. That'd be awesome. Yeah. And especially, yeah, is there? Okay, uh, I know you don't like to put something on RJ. But uh, some parents do, you know, they push mm. them in certain directions. If you if you were to push RJ, slight, just gently push him in a certain career path, where, where would you want to push him? Mm. Lee. <laughs> that is his, yeah, that, that's his dream, right? That yeah. is his dream to, be, uh, to play in the NRL. But outside of that. But outside of that... Um, I know I'm a tradie. I have a tradie background. I, I wouldn't mind him... Uh, doing a trade just to have a backup plan. Yeah. Um, if he was to travel or something, at least you've got something underneath. Um, or even just do something. I, I wouldn't. I would encourage him to do something for two or three, even if it's a diploma for two years. Just something to do there if he he's got something to fall back on. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, one good thing about NRL or even All Blacks now that the, um, one of the things they do. Is they have a backup plan, so it's not all about rugby league and training. They do things on workshops on um, life after league, and that. So, looking at what they should be doing when they finish, where the gap has been um, a massive gap, and a lot of Pacific players have nothing to show for after they've played in a successful career. They've got no money left because at the time they didn't know how to save that, and that. So, yeah, I guess it would be something like something on those terms. Yeah. Oh, nice. So you've brought up a really good point because um, RJ would be gunning for professional sports contract, right? Mm-hmm. And a lot of our Pacifica people, especially with the rise of professional rugby, 
um, receive uh, contract offers, mm. that kind of thing. It's what they go for uh, because who wouldn't want to play mm. professional sport and get paid and live a good lifestyle traveling and that kind of thing. Get paid to play rugby. That's amazing nowadays. Uh, and what you mentioned there was something to fall back on, mm. which is a very important uh, note because you can't play rugby forever. Mm. You get injured yep. every so often uh, and you need to... And we've actually... Um, in my line of work anyway, we've come across um, famous rugby players that have opted to do courses while they study here at Ada too. Mm. And uh, yeah, so that, that's, I was just saying that it's a really good point that you brought up that you'd like a backup career for RJ if he was to pursue. Yeah. But um, trades is always very handy. Mm. Yep. Yep. You can travel with that. You know, construction sites all over the world. Yeah. So plastering, right? Did you learn that overseas in Europe, or did you learn that before you went to Europe? No, I, le- I learned it when I was living in the UK. And you came here, and was anything different? Uh, yeah, a couple of things they do different here than they do in the UK. Um, but it's still the same, but the, I guess the um, the powder, the, the stuff that they actually use was different. So there's this multi-coat that they use where you put that plaster on and then you don't have to sand it once it's all finished, whereas the plastering you do here is you've have to, you have to sand it. Mm. But they've got this stuff over in the UK where once you've applied it and polished it off, um, that's it. Yeah. No sand. Okay. Yeah, yeah, but the principles as in like doing a trade over there is the same as doing yes, it Yeah, still the you same. You can travel with a trade. Yeah. Yeah, yeah cool. Seymour, thank you so much for joining me on the show today and and always a pleasure to have you. Uh, all the best for the rest of 2023. Again, thank you for coming on. Thank you. To all our mātua out there who want to dance and get fit to Pacifica music, join our Siva Samo dance classes each Thursday at 11am. Call the friendly staff at Tangata Atumotu Trust on 0800 727 434 for further details or to arrange for a pickup. Just before we go, Simon, I just want to ask you one question. This is a early prediction because we are in Rugby World Cup year <laughs> 2023 held in France. Uh, all teams, well, Pacific teams anyway, have access to ex-professional players that played for different countries, or should do. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Who knows what happens between today and the start of World Cup. What is your early prediction for World Cup winner, uh, the final, and which Pacific team is going to do the best? Mm, Final will probably, the dream final will probably be the opening game, Um, New Zealand and France, that's the opening game, so I would like to see that repeated as the final. Uh, but then again, there's so many good teams out there this year. Well, in the last year, Ireland, South Africa, Australia are making a comeback. Uh, but I would like to see an all-black and even South Africa or France final. Uh, Pacific team, or would me personally, I want to see Samoa do really well. Uh, we haven't done really well in our world, last couple of World Cups, but I think with the team, like you said, how it's opened up with those... You know, maybe ex All Blacks that have played now, um, open to come back and play for the adopted countries would be good. But I think the dark horse would be Tonga. 
Zelda? Yes. Yeah. They've got a good team that they can pick from. But in saying that, they had a good team last year, and I think Samoa will beat them. So yeah. it'll be interesting to see how yeah those specific teams go. But yeah, Samoa definitely for me. Yeah. Well, last year they pulled out that back line. They pulled the Tongan backline. Yeah, line. the Tongan backline. They they played it for one game, yeah. and they got thrashed by Fiji. <laughs> uh, but like the thing is, that's one game, no training together. Oh, yeah. Uh, coming into World Cup time, this is absolutely crucial heading into uh, to see how the team reaches out because they've got Israel for Lao, they've mm, got Malakai for Katoa, Pia Tau, mm. uh, they've got access to all these different backs. And but the backs can't can't hit if the forwards <laughs> the forwards aren't there. My dark horse prediction is probably Fiji because mm. they they perform so well at Super Rugby with nice. their team mm-hmm. Fiji Drua. And then they've they didn't really choose their most strongest team for the Pacific Nations, mm. so I feel like they will be the, the dark, dark horse. horse yeah. yeah, the Fijian horse mm-hmm. that goes uh, into World Cup. I think I don't know. Uh, I do think it will probably be uh, French and All Blacks final. Oh, I think a French and maybe yeah. I, I think French Ireland. final. I'd like to see France versus Ireland. <laughs> That'd be awesome. But yes, anyway, uh, thank you for joining us for the show. If you've missed this episode or any of our other episodes, you're welcome to download them from the Sam Sefer radio page or the Plains FM website. We'd like to thank Tangata Atomotsu Trust for sponsoring the show. Have an awesome weekend from Simo and I, Pollyhood. That was Pollyhood, proudly sponsored by Tangata Atomotsu Trust. To find out more about us, call 03 377 2016 or find us online at tat.org.nz.